1: Good morning and happy Tuesday. It is the first day of World Dairy Expo today. So we are excited to begin that coverage. So make sure you follow us on the Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook so you can see all of our updates of where we're going to be and what we're doing since it is going to be a busy World Dairy Expo for the entire farm team. Looking ahead to this morning, we've got Josh Scrambling giving us a preview of everything that's going to be happening at World Dairy Expo. And Josh was also able to sit down with Senator Tammy Baldwin and talk with her about some of the initiatives that she's been moving forward for the dairy industry as well. And then we have a talk about Farm Commons and what that organization is all about and how it's meant to help you. So stay tuned throughout the rest of the hour as we roll from 5 to 6 o'clock this morning. Once again, I'm Reba McClone filling in for Pam Yonke on a Tuesday. We've also, of course, got a look at your agribusiness news and, of course, your opening market numbers as well, as we always do. So we're excited to get this show moving. We also want to say thank you to Rural Mutual Insurance, where premiums paid here stay here to keep Wisconsin strong, as they once again support our Salute to Farmer program this fall. And we also want to say thank you to Quick Trip, who's a proud supporter of Wisconsin agriculture, as they sponsor our fabulous farm baby bibs. So just head over to the midwestfarmreport.com sign up, and we'll send you a free baby bib, and all we ask is a picture of your baby rocking that bib in return.
0: Well, once again, I'm Reva McClone, and we're going to continue right along after this. World-class research and education is drawing even more students to the UW School of Veterinary Medicine on the UW-Madison campus. Did you know that that school trained more than 50% of the veterinarians now practicing in the state? And that includes new graduate Tyler Mack, a Pennsylvania native that found his way to the UW School of Veterinary Medicine.
2: When I
3: applied, there was around 30 veterinary schools. But for the University of Wisconsin itself, for example, there was, I believe... A uh, 1,000 or 1,200 applicants for 80 spots.
0: Congratulations, Tyler Mack, new graduate from the UW School of Veterinary Medicine, practicing right here in the state. But remember, the school is out of space. It has not significantly grown since it opened in 1983. The goal is to raise about 30% of the entire project's cost, and you can help. Write a letter, make a phone call, send an email. Find out details on how you can support the expansion at the UW School of Veterinary Medicine online. Animals Need Heroes 2, T-O-O dot
4: No one works harder to help you achieve your goals and
5: expand your possibilities. We know how challenging and rewarding farming in this way of life can be.
6: You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots.
4: No one enjoys seeing you succeed more than we do, because we're more than financial experts. We're your neighbors.
6: Count on us to be a financial partner dedicated to and active in the community, because it's our community, too.
4: At Compure Financial, we don't just champion this way of life. We live it. That's why we have such passion for helping the ag and rural community make dreams come true.
6: So whether you're just starting out or on your way to building a legacy, we're here for you as proud partners of the pork industry. We join you in celebrating National Pork Month in October. Learn more at Compeer.com.
7: Trademarks of Compeer Financial, an equal credit opportunity lender. Everything's going to be happening this week, it seems, at World Dairy Expo down at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison. This is Todd Schultz on the north end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And Josh, you guys are all set to go and have a great preview, and you're going to tell us all about what's going on at the Expo.
8: That's right, Scott. Josh Gramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I spoke with Katie Schmidt, Media Relations Specialist, and Laura Hirschleb, Marketing Manager for Expo. And I told them that as somebody that has never been to World Dairy Expo before, I- I'm excited because I've heard all these things from Pam and Reba here in the office. And I know it's a huge event because people just refer to it as Expo.
9: This is true, yeah. <laughs> Two very smart ladies, really great resources. If you ever need to know anything, talk with Pam. But World Dairy Expo really is the global meeting place for the dairy industry. So we see anywhere of upwards to 65,000 attendees in five days, uh, and we host 2,300 cattle in our world-class dairy cattle show along with 850 companies in our trade show. So it's actually the world's largest dairy-focused trade show. And it's right here in Madison, and it'll be happening October 1 through 5.
8: Nice. This was the one event. As soon as I hired on in May, Pam's like, don't do anything the f- first week of October. So I've been keeping it open. Tell me what are the can miss events at the expo this year? Like if you had to highlight maybe four or five things.
10: For sure. Well, certainly, as Katie mentioned, our cattle show is world class. Um, the best, very best cattle from North America are coming right here to Madison, Wisconsin. In addition, we have over 900 dairy companies in our trade show, which is just phenomenal to have them all in one place for uh, attendees to come and just kind of see and really come up with their path that they want to follow. In addition, we have education. We have virtual farm tours. We have seminars. We have a new stage we're calling the Knowledge Nook, where new products, services, and research will be launched and introduced. So it's a there's basically a little bit of everything yeah. that you can come. And then in addition to all that, we have youth contests and networking. I mean, I think that's one of the best things we hear so often that World Dairy Expo is about coming home. That's what makes it so special. I mean, it's 53 history. We have 53 year history is, you know, second to none. And we uh-huh. have volunteers and we have leaders amongst the organization not only for World Dairy Expo, but in the businesses that come that have been a part of the show since year one. So it's just really, really special. And there's an electricity uh-huh. that just kind of exudes from the ground and the people and everyone being together
9: in one place. And if we're talking can't-miss things at Expo, we have to include grilled cheese sandwiches mm, at yes. the UW-Madison Cheese Stand and ice cream at the Gia Ice Cream Stand, both of which are uh, benefiting youth organizations. So great things to to support there, too.
8: I'm sold. I mean, it's food, and it goes to a good cause. So what's exactly. not to like, and right? Cows, right?
9: Yeah, and house, right?
6: And cows. dairy yes. businesses. I <laughs> mean,
10: it's like the greatest combination of all. You guys are all. running
8: the full gamut. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you mentioned the virtual farm tours, because that was something I was looking at online. So could you maybe just tell me what those are? Because that sounds very cool.
10: Absolutely. So we will be featuring eight dairies from throughout the United States that have been uh, working with sponsoring companies to basically put together a video tour of their dairy operation. So... We typically draw about 120 attendees to each of the virtual farm tours. There's one held on Tuesday, two held Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and one on Saturday of the show. And really, it's your glimpse into hearing from these dairy producers and dairy leaders what's working, what innovative steps have they taken to either diversify their operation, gain efficiencies on their operation, how they've gotten the next generation involved in the operation, and anything under the sun from on-farm processing to um, genetics and how they've grown their heard that way. So it's a really, really special thing. In addition, we tape all of those virtual farm tours as well as our seminars. So even if somebody isn't able to attend or more than that wants to see it after, mm-hmm. they can go to our website, WorldDairyExpo.com, to view those virtual farm tours and seminars again all year long. So it's it's there and you can really kind of glean that information that you're looking for from there.
8: Yeah, it's probably a great way to gain uh I'm sure new ideas for dairymen mm-hmm. to dairymen. And especially hearing what works, you know,
10: like rather than kind of, I mean, taking a guess and really keeping like keeping your fingers crossed that this is going to work on our operation. You're able to hear from producers perhaps of a similar size, Mm -hmm. same breed, maybe same geographic location or something somewhat similar. And it worked or this didn't work or we tweaked it. And, you know, that producer to producer conversation and education is so incredibly important. Truly one of the great things about World Dairy Expo.
9: And each farm tour is led by those dairy producers. Mm -hmm. So it's either the farm manager or owner. So it's a great conversation that piece that way. And it's a 45-minute presentation followed up by 15 minutes of question and answer. So it's a great thing to be at and actually be involved and engaging with mm-hmm. because it is a great place to find those answers for dairy producer to dairy producer.
10: And it's it's efficient, right? You know, so it is. It's your it's an hour of your time. So whether you have a full day or you're there for the five days at the show. I mean it's they also take place in our exhibition hall, so it's right amongst right in the heart of where our trade show takes place. I mean we have trade show booths in that building as well as outdoor in our outdoor trade mall the arena building, and in the Coliseum. So you have companies that you can hear from like right outside the door, and mm. it, it works out really
8: well that way. And then what are maybe uh, some of the guest speakers that you guys have coming this year? Anybody that you're extra excited about?
9: So many. Uh, we, there is a fantastic lineup of speakers at Expo. There's the eight speakers that are involved with the Expo seminars. So those run alongside the Mm -hmm. virtual farm tours. Um, So there's one Tuesday, two for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, one on Saturday. Um, But they are covering the gamut from actually climate change to financial decision making on dairies. They're going to talk about dairy marketing. They are going to cover management choices and things like that. Um, So great speakers. We talk with experts in the fields to really make sure that we're grabbing the right people to address those topics. And then as a bonus this year, we brought in some keynote speakers. So on Friday, we're actually going to have... Um, the president and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council, Tom Vilsack, oh, yes. will be at Expo on Friday mm-hmm. talking about dairy exports and how to overcome challenges that we face with those. Uh, and then Tuesday, we've got special seminars and a keynote address with Mark Tauscher for our FFA students. Nice. So, great educational lineup there, too. Yeah, yeah, we're super excited to have Mark come and, and certainly,
10: um, Mr. Vilsack as well and our other guest speakers. Mark's going to be a really fun addition to our FFA seminar um, kind of lineup, if you will. I mean, he has such a great story and it's so compelling to, I think, any Wisconsinite and certainly anyone who's grown up on a farm and Mm -hmm. can just appreciate and learn from him all the hard work that went into, you know, walking on as a collegiate athlete and collegiate football player and then being drafted by the Packers and being inducted into the Packers Hall of Fame. I mean, that's incredible. And his roots... Roots started on a northern Wisconsin dairy farm.
8: Yeah, that is fun. As soon as you say Packers, I've noticed you Wisconsinites you just come running.
10: I mean, right? (laughs) Obviously. I'm going to let Laura answer that. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yes. The question is (laughs) a firm yes. Yes.
8: And uh, Pam Yonke and myself were at a dairy conference in St. Paul a couple months ago, and Tom Vilsack was speaking there. And that guy is insane. I mean, he speaks like from the dome, no notes whatsoever. So I I am excited for those two guest speakers. That's going to be really good.
9: He's really sharp. We're excited to have him there. And obviously, uh, he's a great person to bring to the global dairy industry. Mm -hmm. Of course. I mean, if you're going to talk exports, you might as well do it at World Dairy Expo.
8: Yes, of course course now what i've noticed is that with it being here in madison us that are in madison you kind of forget that it is like it's it's literal world it's not just called yeah. World Dairy Expo for the fun of it. What are some of the exotic locations that attendees are coming from or normally come from?
9: <laughs> Can ask us tough questions right. here.
10: <laughs> a I mean, in general, you know, we frequently have guests that are coming from 90 different countries around the world. Mm-hmm. So we have upwards of 3,000 international guests that are coming to World Dairy Expo. They're marking it on their calendars. For some, it's an annual trip. For some, it's a once-in-a-lifetime trip. So I think... On um, Being on the planning side of it, I mean there are so many special characteristics about it, but knowing that this is a place that people dream of coming to and and they you know kind of carve out their niche and their path of what they want to learn and what they need to take back either to fellow producers or to organizations that they lead or whatever it might be. And we're home to that. And it's right here in Madison, Wisconsin. And kind of along those same lines, um, in terms of planning trips, this year we're actually um, introducing our first ever World Dairy Expo um, event app. So Ooh. it's an app, a free download for Google and iOS users that um, is another tool to plan your trip, make the most mm-hmm. of your time. there, schedule meetings directly with trade show exhibitors. Um, choose your favorite items on the schedule and get reminders of what you want to go take notes i mean it's super it's so easy to use and it's free and we're just super excited about launching it so for um, folks that are listening whether you want to you're coming to the show or you want to just learn more about the show our world dairy expo app is a great tool to um you know download and see
8: very nice. You guys are getting me excited for Expo. I was excited before, but now I'm like, okay, right? I got to download this app. This is I got to get to the Expo.
10: Yeah. Do all the things. Go to our website, worlddareexpo.com. Yeah. I mean, follow our social media
9: channels. There's- check out the Knowledge Nook yes. while you're at there the show. Go. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's going to be a new piece. So that's where all of our new companies or exhibitors are presenting their new features, so services, research, and products. So great thing to check out as well on the, the list of new things to check out.
10: Yeah, that's going to be, and that's going to be right in the heart. Um, Very near our um, virtual farm tours, our expo seminars, where some of our meetings, public meetings take place in that same location within the atrium. And what's so cool about it is it's going to be these, as Katie mentioned, products, services and research that has been launched since October 1st of 2018. So it's new, current, I mean, cutting edge. And we're very excited to have had the interest from our exhibiting companies. And um, our schedule is just about full. We have only four more spaces. So okay. we're so close. So yes. We really feel we're we're excited for that to you know come forward for our attendees.
8: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well before I let you guys go, very importantly, dates, admission, locations, so people do not forget about World Dairy Expo.
9: Absolutely, World Dairy Expo twenty nineteen will be October one through five in Madison, Wisconsin. Daily admission is twelve dollars and a season pass can be purchased for thirty five. So that'll be good for all five days of the show. And, of course, in Madison, we're located at the Alliant Energy Center, which has been home to World Dairy Expo for all 53 years.
10: And we encourage folks to, as we said, uh, download our World Dairy Expo mobile event app, as well as to check out our website, worlddairyexpo.com. All
8: right. Katie Schmidt, Laura Hirschleb, thank you guys so much for stopping by and getting me all excited for Expo.
10: Thank you. We'll see you there. Thanks
8: for having us, Josh. Yeah, of course. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Josh Scramlin.
7: This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
5: Hi, I'm Travis Ganser. We hear you. You need a new bathroom. Ganser Company is proud to introduce 80 Years in 80 Minutes. Simply put, you need real information and pricing so you can make a good decision and spend your precious time with your family and friends, not contractors failing to call you back, taking weeks to get you an estimate, or the high-pressure sales pitch you dread. Our 80 Years of Hindsight for 80 Minutes of your time. We give you the skinny in 80 Minutes to make an educated decision
4: bath planet acrylic tubs and showers are the only bath systems that have the good housekeeping seal of approval what that means is no more scrubbing grout lines unsightly stains leaky faucets or using harsh chemicals no more hiding your outdated and maybe embarrassing bathroom so call today 608-222-1243 or stop into our showroom and see the bath planet experience
5: remember 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations it's that simple Dancer, that's the answer Thank
0: you to everybody that made it to our free travel show. It looks like you want to join me in Panama and Costa Rica to kick off the new calendar year. Pam Yankee here. Our next farm adventure, January 4th through the 13th. We're visiting Costa Rica and Panama. You want to come along? We've got a brand new tool for you to be able to learn more about the trip. All you need to do is jump online. HolidayVacations.com. Enter keyword PAM, and they've got special online video presentations to show you some of the sites that we'll be enjoying on the trip. And that includes, of course, Doka Coffee. We'll visit Corso Dairy and learn a little bit about agriculture in Costa Rica. There's Arnal Volcano National Park, Monteverde Cloud Forest Reserve. Then it's on to Panama, where we'll not only enjoy a full transit on the Panama Canal, but we'll also get a chance to visit with the indigenous population that still make that region their home. Call Holiday Vacations toll free 800-826-2266 and join me on this Costa Rica Panama trip.
1: Good morning and welcome back. I know at this point in time, we would normally have our ag meteorologist Stu Muck on the line, but he is taking a well-deserved vacation, but we'll be having him back soon. Looking ahead at your weather today before we get going off right now, southern Wisconsin, just be aware that you do have a flash flood watch until tomorrow morning. There's going to be some potentials for high rain levels between 7 a.m. today through tomorrow morning, so make sure you're being careful out there with all that potential rain that's Going to be coming down. That flash flood watch does include areas in East Central Wisconsin, including Fond du Lac and Sheboygan area, and in Southern Wisconsin, Columbia, Dane, Green, Green Lake, Iowa, Lafayette, Marquette, and Rock County, along with in Southeastern Wisconsin, Dodge County, Jefferson, Kenosha, Milwaukee, Ozaukee, Racine, Walworth, Washington, and Waukesha. So once again, that flash flood watch is going to be running from 7 a.m. today through Wednesday morning, so through tomorrow morning. Uh, there's going to be some showers and storms with high rain rates uh, leading to about 2 to 4 inches potentially, and higher amounts are possible locally as well. Uh, also be careful because rivers and streams could be on the rise and roadways could become flooded. So once again, just be willing to take your time. Looking at some of our local temperatures right now, Lacrosse, you're mostly cloudy right now and 77 degrees, and it looks like your high would be around 79 degrees, and you can expect a 50% chance of showers and thunder storms starting around 7 a.m. Looking ahead now next into Mostyn, you're currently 75 degrees and clear with a high of 76 today and it looks like your rain chance also begins around 7 and that's a 30% chance with showers and thunderstorms in the potential future. Fond du Lac, you're also clear right now. You're at 76 degrees with a high of 77. Your rain chance comes in around 7 a.m. as well with a 30% chance and that looks like it could be some thunderstorms there as well. Looking now into Oshkosh, you're at 75 degrees and clear. That looks like it's about to be your kind of high for the day maybe. Um, and then looking at when those rain chances begin for you, that's around 8 a.m. and you have about a 50% chance at that point in time. Over in Ripon, things are clear in 74 degrees, a uh, high of 75 today. And your rain chance is also at 7 a.m. with a 30% chance. And those, once again, those are the potential for thunderstorms. And here in Madison, things are mostly clear at 74 degrees with a high of 76. And that range can comes in around 8 a.m. with a 40 percent chance with thunderstorms and that's been a look at what the weather is going to be looking like today and remember it is World Dairy Expo right now so if you're going to be down in Madison take that extra time to get there slow down especially once all that rain starts when people aren't familiar driving in the area things tend to get a little messy so just give yourself some extra time plan ahead and slow down we're coming up welcome
7: In
4: baseball, these are the moments that bring us to our feet.
2: But the most important moment happens when we all stand together,
4: united for a great
7: cause. We once again join our partners Stand Up to Cancer in reaffirming a commitment to the fight against cancer. Since 2008, Major League Baseball, its fans, players, and coaches have delivered a powerful, determined message. That we, together, will defeat cancer.
4: I'm Matt Damon.
11: I'm Candace Patton.
7: Joe Manganello.
4: Jordana Brewster. Zachary Levi. I'm Uzo Aduba. Cancer has in some way touched all of us. So join Major League Baseball and Stand Up to Cancer as we stand in honor of all loved ones affected by this disease.
0: Visit StandUpToCancer.org. Stand up with us.
11: Are you fairly fit but would love a little edge up? Are you entering middle age with a slowing metabolism and weak core? MSculpt may be your answer. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie is proud to be one of the first clinics in the area to offer this new muscle-building technology called MSculpt. It's approved for building and toning abs, arms, butt, thighs, and calves. MSculpt works! One 30-minute treatment can be equivalent to 20,000 crunches or 20,000 squats. It's safe, effective, and painless with virtually no downtime. Sound too good to be true? Visit Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie to learn more.
12: Let your natural
11: beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com.
3: Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an a certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater.
5: Are you ready to power your appliances and heat your home with clean, efficient FS propane? Work with Insight FS, a company that lives and works in the same community you do. They'll check your system to help make sure it's safe and efficient. Call them about their convenient contracting or budget billing programs. When it comes to the safety and comfort of your family, you can trust Insight FS. Visit InsightFS.com to schedule an appointment today. You deserve the last word. This is Pete Gunderson of Gunderson Funeral and Cremation Care. You want the last word to say exactly what you want to say. At Gunderson, we'll discuss a variety of affordable options that you can easily prearrange with us. Gunderson Funeral and Cremation Care, your hometown life celebration center.
6: Gunderson
0: Funeral Home Morning,
4: Arch.
3: Morning, guys.
4: What up, schoolboy? How's it going? You got any uh, any any pop quizzes today, uh, RJ? Get your assignments done. Uh,
3: yeah, I got all my homework done, so uh, hey, no pop quizzes that I know about. But you guys did bring one up. Uh, what was it? Yeah, Monday,
5: last Monday. You, I said, uh, prepare prepared for a pop quiz. You said we don't have one, and then you had a yeah. quiz.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, your I don't know listens. if you talked to my my instructor, but I mean, if you could let me know every
4: week, that'd be great. Well, RJ, it's just to get more evidence that everybody uh, listens to the Joe and Nebo show. Uh, I'm sure I'm including, uh, the, the, Badger folks and, um, the reaction to that game. You know, we, we talked about it on the pregame show, you know, Northwestern Wisconsin always has weird vibes to it. And certainly that was no different. Um, 24, 15, i you know, good for the pollsters, I guess. Uh, and for Wisconsin, I thought we'd be punished. Uh, they stay at number eight, but, uh, Obviously not a cover, not a dominating win. What did you think of Saturday's performance?
3: Yeah, I can't believe you and I talked ourselves out of uh, going with the line there. I mean, yeah. every time we we kept going back and saying bye, and then we talked ourselves out of the uh, Northwestern cover. But still, uh, yeah, you know, for some reason, it looked like play calling took a regression from last week. Uh, you really only had two plays that went more than 10 yards in the passing game. Uh, The interception, which, hey, first uh, interception took three and a half games. Uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, Second one, uh, rear naked chokehold was applied to Quintez Cephas, and he was taken down and no call happened. Um, And then, uh, yeah, you know, uh, there there were some odd penalties that happened that led to some Northwestern points. The same thing happened. The week prior for Michigan, but um, you know I think pollsters looked at it and saw maybe near the end of the game the Badgers were ready to say we won the game and that's how those points went up and I think maybe that's why there wasn't that much of a a punishment for the Badgers because for the most part that game was a 24 to three game heading into the waning minutes of the. The, the third quarter and towards uh, on, in, on into the fourth. So, um, my biggest takeaway from that is what happened to the play calling we saw against Michigan? The aggressiveness was not there this past week, and it, it just didn't outside of you seeing the shifts and the formation. Uh, that's fine, but if you do not get aggressive against a team like Northwestern, they can pack that box, and it showed uh, Jonathan Taylor put up 119 at a touchdown. Other than that, uh, nobody else had double digits rushing. So, um, really, the takeaway was, for me, like I said, Okay, Roger, of play the
5: offense stunk. I mean, they still got it done, though. The offense stunk, but can you take a lot of credit for that defense and be really excited about it moving forward?
3: Oh, absolutely. They put up 14 points, or 12 if you don't want to count the extra points. But still, uh, that that defense... Outside of, you know, playing the pre and having the backup quarterback pass for 99 yards, um, I that defense is just nasty. And outside of maybe Ohio State, I think going up against any other offense uh, on the rest of this schedule, uh, the, the Badger defense should be able to control the tempo and dominate a game.
4: Visiting with our Badger Insider RJ. All right, it's going to take uh, me RJ a lot more than than one week to to get on this train, but obviously I, I saw some of it this weekend, and you knew this was going to happen the first time he had a bad game, and talking about Jack Cohn, and you know they well, start Mertz, go to Mertz, and I think we're way too early to even consider that. But fifteen to twenty-four, one thirteen, no touchdowns, and interception. Obviously, uh, to follow up, you know the Michigan the start he he was pretty bad. Do you just chalk it up to an to an off Saturday? You said that you know maybe the aggression wasn't there. What what's your takeaway on Cones Day and and why he had that type of day?
3: Well, I give it to Northwestern. Uh, they've always had a defensive game plan that is stymied to Wisconsin, uh, no matter who the quarterback or even running back is. This is uh, like we said on uh, Saturday and uh, earlier in the week. That was. Jonathan Taylor's first 100-yard game against them. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm i going to put this one more on the offensive play calling. And the they, they went conservative because they felt they could win that way. Um, they were in the pistol. They were in shotgun more than were they were. they in the hippo? They were. Yeah, well, the hippo was out there. But, <laughs> I mean, you didn't see it often.
8: Good morning. It's Josh Scramlin for the Midwest Farm Report. The first day of October, we're getting closer to 6 a.m. I'm sitting here at the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, and I am on the phone with U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin of Wisconsin. Senator, first and foremost, thank you so much for your
12: time. My pleasure.
8: So recently you got some big wins for Wisconsin dairy farmers through your Dairy Business Innovation Initiative. Do you mind explaining what those wins are?
12: Well, absolutely. So uh, we are... um Uh, recognizing the fact that the dairy farmers in Wisconsin and across the country are facing uh, an enormous array of challenges from low prices for milk uh, an oversupply, uh, uh, adverse weather events and flooding, um, as well as a, a trade war that has really, um, impacted, uh, the ability to export, uh, products like cheese, which, uh, 90% of the milk produced in Wisconsin goes into cheese. So, um, in order to, um, help reverse this trend of so many, uh, uh, small farms going out of business, um, we need to continue to focus on, um, innovation and ways to, um, really, uh, Add value to um, the dairy industry. And um, so I have uh, uh, pushed for funding for something called the Dairy Business Innovation um, Program. Uh, We started a couple years back and um, they have now awarded grants to three, um, three places, including Wisconsin, um, to start uh, centers of innovation, and um, we're thrilled that uh, Wisconsin was recently awarded uh, a sort of seed money, if you will, uh, to uh, develop a Midwest Regional Dairy Business Innovation um, uh, Program, and we uh, the, the hope is that um, in these very challenging times um, that our dairy farmers as well as processors have the tools to innovate um, and help develop new uh, made-in-Wisconsin-dairy products to uh, build a, a brighter future for a very challenged industry.
8: On the phone right now with U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin. And, Senator, are there any other pieces of legislation that maybe farmers should be keeping their eye on?
12: Well, uh Let me stick uh, for a moment with the Dairy Business Innovation Act. Um, After uh, getting a first round of funding and uh, celebrating the news that uh, Wisconsin will host uh, one of the innovation centers, we're also uh, celebrating the fact that um, through my uh, advocacy, uh, we're going to get a very significant increase in Uh, grant funding for the Dairy Business Innovation Act going forward, assuming uh, the ag appropriations bill that I've worked on passes and and makes it to the president's desk. We've gone from $2 million to $20 million of funding, um, and uh, that's very exciting news, and uh, we hope that uh, we're going to work really hard to make sure that that's uh, the, the funding sum that's in the final bill. Um, but in terms of other issues uh, impacting uh, the dairy industry, um, on, the, on the very concerning and serious front, uh, we are very concerned about the mental health impacts of, of stress and, uh, and uh, depression that occurs from facing so many challenges. And so a bipartisan bill that I authored called the Farmers' First uh, Act is um, endeavoring to make sure that um, farmers facing enormous stress are able to access the resources they need um, and, and don't suffer alone uh, from uh, the enormous stress and burden that they're carrying. Uh, so we're, we're uh, advocating for increased funding there and uh and it looks like there's a very strong probability that we'll be able to grow the program.
8: I think you'd be very happy to know that uh we were the whole Farm Report team was out at Farm Aid this past weekend and uh Pam was moderating some panels and one of them was on farm stress and actually one of the psychologists that was there uh mentioned you and then Senator Joni Ernst of, of Iowa uh, talking about securing this funding and uh people seem pretty excited about it.
12: Yes, well, you know, it it is um uh, perhaps not spoken about enough that when you are um, facing enormous challenges, you are not only not making money, but you're losing money on a monthly basis. You don't know whether you're going to be able to weather the uh, this perfect storm of uh, adversity that's uh, facing our agriculture industry and dairy in particular, that, um, of course, one should uh, – Uh, be able to access uh, services and resources to help deal with that stress um, in as healthy a way as possible.
8: That's U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin on the phone, and recently she announced two major wins for Wisconsin dairy farmers and Wisconsin's ag economy through her Dairy Business Innovation Initiative, which helps dairy businesses looking to get their start grow their business, modernize their dairy plants, and reach new markets. Senator, thank you so much for your time. And from the Landmark Service's Cooperative Agri-News desk on a Tuesday, I'm Josh Scramlin.
6: The Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yankee wants to turn your baby into a Fabulous Farm Baby. Go online now to FabulousFarmBabe.net. Check out those adorable baby bibs and sign up to get yours absolutely free thanks to the wonderful folks at Quick Trip. Supplies are extremely limited, so don't delay. Log on now to FabulousFarmBabe.net. Here's a chance to turn your baby into a Fabulous Farm Baby. Collect tools for dairy's progress in Madison, Wisconsin, October 1st through 5th at World Dairy Expo. Continuing a 53-year tradition, the global dairy industry will once again meet at the Alliance Energy Center, where the finest dairy cattle and dairy trade show in North America are on display. Virtual farm tours, expo seminars, youth contests, and social activities throughout the week make expo an ideal location for learning and networking. Visit worlddairyexpo.com to start planning your trip today. We'll see you October 1st through the 5th Here at Prairie Estates Genetics, we provide dairy farmers with high-quality silage minus the risks. You see, by combining our next-gen seed and next-gen forage management services, we're able to help dairy farmers improve harvest consistency, feed consistency, and milk production consistency. So why not do the same for your farm? Visit PrairieEstatesGenetics.com and see how you can make next year's harvest your best one yet. Prairie Estates Genetics, the future of forage is here.
4: In baseball, these are the moments that bring us to our feet.
0: But the most
11: important moment happens when we all stand together.
4: United for a great cause. So join Major League Baseball and stand up to cancer
11: as we stand in honor of all loved ones affected by
4: this disease. I'm Jordana Brewster. I'm Candace Patton. Joe Manganello. I'm Matt Damon. And cancer has in some way touched all of us. Visit standuptocancer.org MLB. Stand up with us. It's Josh
8: Scramlin for the Midwest Farm Report. Reba McClone is going to have your opening market numbers in just a couple of minutes. But first, something from the Holstein Association USA. Now, technology continues to innovate at lightning speed, and it has benefited all sectors of American ag. Right now, we're going to hear what's in store for dairy farmers when it comes to new technologies and the impactful data that it provides. With that, I'm going to toss it to Miles Ramsey. Miles? Everywhere you look, our lives are dominated by technology. The ability to track and monitor information has never been greater, and the nation's dairy farmers are seeing the benefits. Wearable technology is the latest tech trend to hit dairy farms, according to Jeffrey Buley with Alltech.
5: It's really kind of neat, but basically what we do is we borrow ideas from other parts of the world. So a lot of the wearable technologies that we have on our farms today, they're basically like a Fitbit. They actually use the same technology that's in a Fitbit called an accelerometer. So we use the Fitbit technology to measure things like activity levels for estrus detection or rumination time and eating time.
8: On the horizon is more image-based technology, Bewley says, where cameras could evaluate important measures like body condition score, linear traits, and locomotion scoring.
5: We're using the same cameras that are used in things like the Xbox. And so we take those base technologies that become relatively inexpensive because of wide adoption levels in other industries and we bring them into the dairy industry modify them for our use to be able to provide us these new data sources which gives us a lot of information from a day-to-day management perspective of the individual animals but I, I think the next horizon is, is being able to use this information for genetic selection also.
8: The challenge Buley explains becomes managing the data and creating from it impactful information to improve the overall dairy community.
5: Data will be a source of competitive advantage for dairy producers those that are able to use data the best are going to be the ones that are the most competitive it's also going to be able to provide i think opportunities to provide healthier animals and to make the lives of the farmer a little bit easier and so i think there's a whole lot of intangible benefits to this kind of information
8: for holstein association usa i'm miles ramsey thank you so much miles my name is josh Scramlin and now i'm going to toss it to reba mcclone she is in studio with me and she has got a look at our opening market numbers don't you reba
1: yeah, I do, Josh. Thank you so much. Cash corn out of Chicago is going to start the day at three eighty-seven and a half, down half a cent. Well, cash beans are going to be up two and a half cents at nine oh eight and a half, and wheat prices are up two and three quarters at four ninety-eight and a half. Looking at some of your other market prices now, November milk is going to be at eighteen oh eight, with December milk at seventeen forty-five to start the day. That's been a look at these opening market numbers, and we'll be back after this.
7: This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
6: Welcome to the Middleton Farmers Cooperative, powered locally since 1928. Your cooperative, serving the community with two Senex convenience stores, Do It Best Hardware Center, Feed Mill offering Vita Plus products, Agronomy Center, and Blue Dolphin car washes. Become a member today. Visit us on Pleasant View Road or University Avenue in Middleton, or online at MiddletonCoop.com. Be our neighbor. Become a member the Middleton Farmers Cooperative. Your cooperative.
5: Stop by the Do It Best
8: Center in Middleton and check out our expanded selection of rental equipment. Aerators, stump grinders, edgers, and much, much more for your lawn and home fall projects. Check out our rentals on our website, middletoncoop.com. Be our neighbor. Become a member.
7: The Middleton Farmers Cooperative. Your cooperative. Chances are you already know there are lots of good reasons to shop at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. The name brand products, big selection, and our knowledgeable associates. And with our Blaine's best price promise, you'll get the lowest price guaranteed or we'll match it. Right now, save on heavy-duty sheeted bull bale feeders from Balin. On sale, $359.99. Get your fall fence projects done with six-foot studded T-posts from Chicago Heights Steel. Just 349 dollars Stock up on Red Brand Field Fence, 47-inch by 330-foot, 12-and-a-half-gauge roll, one hundred and fifty-nine ninety-nine. Trim shrubs and trees with a Fizcar's Chain Drive Tree Pruner, now $10 off, on sale $69.99. And save 15% on double-H linkage parts and hitch pins. Save on the brand you love. And now with Blaine's Loyalty Rewards Program, earn points and save even more. Join Blaine's Rewards today and take advantage of member rewards pricing, special offers and savings, and member-only events. Find values like these and more at Blaine's Farm and Fleet.
1: Rachel Armstrong is the founder and executive director of Farm Commons, and she explained more about what this organization is and what they can do.
2: To put it really simply, uh, Farm Commons is a nonprofit organization that exists to help farmers understand how the law affects them. With
1: it being nonprofit, where are you finding a lot of your funding?
2: That's a terrific question. We turn to a variety of, uh, of funding sources to, uh, to get the money to do what we do. Um, the, the largest source of our revenue is actually uh, grants from the federal government. So the federal government makes um, some money available to help farmers manage risk. Legal risk is one of the uh, areas that they want to uh, that they reduce risk on farms. So we are competitive for, uh, for those grants. There are not a lot of organizations in the country that uh, specifically address legal risks for farms. And in our case, we, we take a special focus on the risks that uh, diversified and direct-to-consumer farmers uh, face. So we have a an even smaller niche than um, than other legal support organizations around the country. You know we do have other funding sources, and that's the traditional things that nonprofits have um, foundations, um, you know corporate giving um, those sorts of things. We also earn some revenue uh, other nonprofits and government agencies will pay us to develop. Um, education materials on farm law.
1: What kind of resources are you guys at Farm Commons putting out for people?
2: Right now we have um, about 114 resources on our website. They range from uh, video tutorials to um, recorded podcasts to print um, PDF downloadable materials. Uh, They are one-page tip sheets on specific legal issues, they are 325-page guides on you know, farm LLCs and operating agreements, corporate farming laws, just a huge range of stuff. Um, I'd say the, the one thing to know, though, right up front about Farm Commons is we want farms to be proactive. We want them to be legally resilient. We don't want bad things to happen. So all of our materials are designed to help farmers think in advance about where problems are going to occur and then reduce the likelihood of that happening. So the downside is that once bad things do happen, that's not a role that we play in the farming community. We don't have anything on litigation um, or bankruptcy or divorces or, or other incredibly important needs that farmers have but aren't necessarily in line with, um, with our mission to to. Uh, to go into depth on so if a farm needs a needs a farmland lease needs more information about um, farm employment law um, drafting an operating agreement planning for succession anything like that we've probably got a guide or a resource to help farmers um, figure out how to get how to move forward
1: you said that you do help a lot more with things with setting up leases and kind of paperwork and so can you go a little more in depth Mm -hmm. about some of these areas that you guys do help with
2: yeah, absolutely. I'd say farm employment law is really one of our, one of our specialties. Um, it can be difficult to get high-quality educational materials on farm employment law. It's, it's a pretty nuanced area of, of law, um, and a lot of traditional employment attorneys um, don't understand the, uh, the ways farms are treated differently. So we have resources like our checklists, that help farmers understand what are all of the forms you need to fill out, what are all the accounts you need to open, and things you need to do to hire someone the official legal way. We, uh, we have in-depth information on farm business structures. So a lot of farmers are, are thinking, you know, I've heard good things about an LLC. This seems to be a thing people are doing. Maybe I should form one. We've got a flowchart to help farmers figure out, is the LLC the right one for you, maybe the S corporation, or maybe you're just fine as a sole proprietorship or partnership. Then once our flowchart helps people identify the best prospect for their business, we have in-depth material on exactly how to manage that entity and how to write the documentation that should go with it. We don't replace an attorney, um, but we help farmers get as far as they can um, on their own. We want we want farmers to be able to use attorneys effectively. Um, there are things you can do on your own, and we help you figure out what that is and make sure that, um, that you have the information uh, you need to, uh, to get a good head start. Then you can, you can use an attorney judiciously, try to keep your costs low because you've done a lot of the legwork yourself ahead of time.
1: You guys are helping with kind of regulation and compliance and some of these proactive resources. So what are some of the things? I know you talked about some of the checklists for the employment options, but what might be other things that people find specifically within Farm Commons?
2: Sure. Uh, We have um, model lease agreements, model operating agreements. If you have an S corporation and you need to keep meeting minutes, We've got uh, stuff on that. If you're writing a sales contract or um, engaged in negotiations with a large buyer that has a contract they want you to sign, um, we have resources you can look at uh, there. Um, Yeah, just a huge huge range of things. Um, if, uh, for farms that are looking at diversification, selling value-added products or going into agritourism, um, we have a number of resources to help farms identify how that's different legally uh, than straight commodity-style production um, and what they need to, need to do to make that a success um, for their farm. So agritourism and, uh, and value-added are, are big, uh, big areas of, of work um, for us as well.
1: And I know that you said you guys don't focus in on things like litigation and bankruptcy, but do you have any quick hit resources for people who might be looking for that kind of information?
2: Yeah, one of our peers um, in the world of uh, farm law education is called Farmers Legal Action Group. They are uh, based out of the Twin Cities, been around for 30 plus years, uh, are a a wonderful organization. They have a lot of um, materials on government programs. I would say Farm Commons is a bit more of the, you know, overview you only have 10 minutes and you you know you got to figure out which way is up on some legal issue um we're really good for that
1: so if you're looking for some resources regarding legal advice farm commons and other organizations are out there to help for the midwest farm report i'm
0: reba mcclone
7: this is the farm report with pam yonke